0: This is Lo Shing. And Gigi. Welcome to Slice Root, a space where we recreate our post-meal conversations with guests, discussing life, dreams, failures, and sharing stories.
1: Yeah, just like we do after sharing a meal with friends in the comfort of our home.
0: So I hope you enjoy listening in to our conversations with our guests. Everyone Lorching here. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah or whatever celebrations or traditions you do this winter season. Today we have Karen H in the house for today's episode. Karen is a mental health therapist in LA and we get straight into why she chose to join a CrossFit gym right as she started her career. We get into a great discussion on how the body keeps a score when it comes to trauma and stress. And we also celebrate the ways our body can surprise us, but also get real about when it disappoints and we face the finite nature of being human. So some good philosophical, philosophical, I can't seem to get that. It's good stuff in today's conversations. Um, Just a warning, uh, in today's episode, while we don't get into details, we do talk about vicarious trauma and how our body responds and reacts to stress. So we hope you enjoy the conversation. All right, so tonight we have a special guest, Karen Harvey in the studio, on our semi-studios. Woohoo! hoo um, Karen, I know hey, from Dad. church. Hey, hey! Um, I know Karen from church, and honestly, I can't really remember exactly how, like, Gigi was asking me how we know each other, like, was it a small group or something? But I think it's just, I think we got connected because we both, like, you're from Washington, and so that, I think that's how we connected, right?
2: Yeah, world mandate carpool. Or that remember.
0: too, that too. I think we knew of each other. Also
2: that. yeah True. We knew of each other. I knew who you were. Yeah. Sure.
0: Oh, okay. I knew who you were too. So we've we've had like some conversations. You're right. But then we went, uh, we drove down to San Diego together, and that was really that was really nice. Um, and just talking, and get to, getting to know you, and we have, been, we've gone to Disneyland once together. We were going again. <laughs> um, yep yeah um karen is a mental health therapist um and from my time spending time with her like i was gonna tell Gigi this but like she is she's really passionate about what she does like Mm -hmm. something that's like really inspiring the way that you talk about your profession you know given it's like you know ups and downs like it's i i think even our last conversation just was really like wow karen loves what she does and it's like amazing to know that there's therapists out there that are really passionate about the work that they do and believe in the work that they do, um, in the face of like a lot of difficulties as a mental health therapist. So I thought that was just really inspiring. I'm already affirming you, but anyways, yes. Um, yeah. Um, well, Karen, just want to give you a floor. Um, go ahead and you can share briefly maybe like where you're from, what you're doing. I kind of redid that, but you can kind of share a little bit more.
2: Yeah, I grew up in Washington State near Seattle. Um, now I live in California, and I'm a therapist. In between those two, I've also lived in Michigan and Thailand, That's and right. a couple of other places. Um, so different, so Michigan, Thailand. Many experiences. They're all it. It's the best, and it's so confusing. At
0: the same time. <laughs> did Did you go to yeah. Thailand after living in Michigan? Yes. Wow. That that, that was a contrast.
2: (laughs) That was a contrast. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's been a lot of that, but that is like, God is in all of it. And there's so much that we learn from uh, just how many kinds of people and ways of doing things there are. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know I'm better for that, even though sometimes I'm like, what is the right way? Like, I can't figure out the right way to do something. <laughs> like, how is this supposed to be? I don't know. But, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, anyways. Um, so, something we've talked about before. I, I, I don't know if it's our last conversation, but we've talked about this before. About, you as you entered into your practice as a mental health therapist, like, you knew, like, you really intentionally sought out, like, ways to be physically active. Um, can you speak on like why that was because I remember you specifically said that. Um, can you speak on why that was important to you and like as you were starting your career?
2: Yeah. Um just knowing the research about trauma in the body and how movement um can be really helpful in healing that. Um learning that and it just made so much sense to me. It was one of those Mm. things I learned that and I'm just like, this is it like sometimes you learn things and it's just like oh, okay that's some nice information but this is like I like literally felt it in my body I'm like this is it like mm-hmm. this is important this is significant um so like you maybe you're familiar with like Bessel van der Kolk that familiar name he wrote Body Keeps the Score which is probably like mm. one of the main books about trauma in the body um so we read that in uh, grad school um and a lot of it just resonated with experience i was like oh i felt that in my body with like this past Mm -hmm. experience or whatever it was and i'm like it just makes so much sense to me um so i was like there's something about this um also being interested in working with like vicarious trauma so working with people who are helpers and who um also experience the same so Sorry, vicarious trauma. Hearing about someone else's trauma can have a similar effect on the body that uh, a like direct traumatic experience has. Not that we want to like hold those really closely mm. together that they're exactly the same, um, but the effects on the body can be the same. So look around right now. Uh, how many people are just so done and so burnt out? Say after working with COVID patients or Um, just experiencing life (laughs) in the past, just in the past two years, we have this example of that. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm, this is like little grad school, Karen, who's having these thoughts. Um, I'm like, wow, I'm really, I'm an empath. I feel people super deeply, which Mm -hmm. is my greatest gift. Why I do what I do, um, also will destroy my life Mm -hmm. if I let it. Hmm. Um, if I don't really work to manage that. Um, and so I was like, okay, I don't, and I'd had, um, with the ministry in Thailand, I had had some experiences of vicarious trauma, just being, um, in some very difficult environments. Um, it really connected with me and I was like, there's something about this. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, body movement, paying attention to the body, um, I finish up grad school and I know I'm going to be starting a full-time therapist job, which is going to be intense, um, going towards community mental health, which is known for being intense. um, Mm -hmm. But also knowing like that's where I'm called to be. And there's, that's another, there's like a bunch of signs from the Lord about all of that. That's, that's a whole other thing. But um, I was like, okay, I'm really burnt out after school. There were some really difficult things that had happened with school um and i was just like i want to do something new because like this is a new time in my life i'm going from school to working full-time like hashtag adulting. like for real for real now (laughs) Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna have because i'm like working full-time i'm gonna have money to like pay for something like a class or a program or a thing and um i knew that movement was gonna be really important um and I think my body is something that this is probably like the next question maybe, but um, my body and how I look is something that has been hard for a long time. Um, like I've never really felt good in that area. And I was like, you know, I think it's time for something to be different. Mm. Um, so it's like convergence of time there. Um, and then one day I was watching this Netflix documentary um about the crossfit games and i was like oh this wow. will just be interesting it's something i like don't netflix. care about but like yeah just this documentary that's on netflix i think they're <laughs> still on there you could probably go find them um and yeah, it's like oh this is something on you know just like whatever it's an hour long i'll watch it and um they mention in there obviously they're showing these you know world level athletes doing like amazing amazing things that most people will never be able to do which yeah. is fine <laughs> um but they also mentioned like hey in your local crossfit gym literally anyone can do it hmm. and it can be scaled to like any level like a pregnant lady could do a workout that's similar to that like it's gonna look very different but like um like a grandma could do a very modified workout like anyone can do it and it's this mm-hmm. great community and something just like dropped into my brain I'm like this looks so fun this looks so cool (laughs) who would I'm like the least coordinated least athletic like hated PE class with a passion like yes not my thing at all but like once the thing dropped into my mind Uh. it like it would not go away and I was like lord this stuff like this is expensive like I'm imagining a bunch of like frat boys like staring at my body the whole time like that's what I'm imagining CrossFit mm-hmm. to be Um and you know not that that doesn't happen but ended up being connected with someone else from our church who owns a gym CrossFit gym that's you know 10 minutes away from my house oh, look, at the Lord. Um, look at the Lord <laughs> there you go Um and kind of just was like hey I'm gonna do this and it's gonna be my thing like by the time I walked through the door I was like pretty set on it wow and then I just loved it like as I there's a steep learning curve but like for the first time working out was something that was really fun Mm -hmm. maybe not the first time but like let's say the first time in my adult life like youth sports aside like working out was fun I had friends I got to watch like see my body be strong um And that was life changing and amazing. And I could probably, I don't know, that's maybe that's a different question as well. But
0: Keep going. Keep going. Yeah.
2: Keep going. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is just devolving into CrossFit talk, this whole conversation. That's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, like having a community who supported me um, and getting to be a part of something after leaving like the grad school bubble was really Mm. important. Um, They did this like nutrition challenge thing, like the second month I was there. um, And I was like, oh, sure, I'll do that. And Mm. um, that helped me like get to know a bunch of people. And I like, like changed a bunch of things about how I ate and Mm. like. there's just there's a lot of bad information about nutrition and like just things I didn't know. Um but then I was like, oh I can like prepare healthy food that doesn't taste bad and I'm not punishing myself by Mm. eating it. I can also practice self control. Mm. And I can feel good and I like lost I don't doesn't matter how many pounds like a enough number of pounds it wasn't just like a random thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in that like maybe it was six weeks long challenge or something mm. um, and to just like share that with people and feel comfortable sharing something like about my body or how much it weighed was like like mind-blowing mm. <laughs> um, that had never happened before that had always been either a, just something that was like very neutral um, or was a source of shame and so um, CrossFit gave me a chance to be proud of my body not in mm. like a vain way i hope but like um yeah just in a new and different way than i had experienced before
1: mm-hmm. so and and yeah. how long have you been uh you know doing crossfit so far
2: uh, i think it's almost like almost exactly three years because i wow. think it was december yeah wow. um A lot has happened in that time. (laughs) uh, A lot of more recently, more setbacks than what feels like progress right now. But we're 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 still here. We're still here. We're still here. We're still here.
1: Yeah, I, I'd like to hear more about kind of that beginning um, idea of, you know, you talked about um, your body keep score. And it, is that a book title that you were mentioning? It is. That's okay. the title
2: of the book. Okay. Um, yeah, I recommend that people read it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I could really do it justice in like no. a quick summary either. <laughs> um, but, but in, in your, maybe yeah.
1: in your experience, you know, uh, how have you seen that kind of play out in your life, especially going through this process of getting into CrossFit or, or that was kind of your way of, um, maybe applying some things that you've learned through grad school and through, um, that learning in that book. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I think yeah going for like the most personal example because that's what i have the most authority to speak to just having with the intensity that my job has um having just a place to move and to release Mm. all of those things that get stored up um and so there's this one day i don't like i think i had had to make like a dcfs call and like report child abuse just like one of the really really hard things that comes up um and I remember going in and like I think it was after the workout I just like pulled out a rower and I just like rode for like however long and just like put all the intensity and like mm. just like the rage and the anger and grief that I felt I'm not even the family and invo- like I just mm-hmm. had to make a phone call that's it you know mm-hmm. but I feel that because like this is a kid you know um and everyone's like what are you doing and i'm just like just just let me roll it's fine (laughs) just like having that outlet or like like i can just full send it and like turn my mind off Mm. and for caring for my body and myself so um i don't know if that answered your question (laughs)
1: but oh yeah i i the reason i mentioned it it is interesting because just a week ago, I, I was having this conversation with a friend and she mentioned that title. And I actually didn't know it was a book, but she mentioned, Oh, your body keeps score. Um, mm-hmm. because she had given me this, uh, like advice, like we were talking and I was trying to hold back tears when we were talking and she was like, Gigi, let it out, let it all out. Cause or else, you know, it's mm-hmm. going to just keep that. Or it's going to be stored somewhere in your body, you know,
0: Mm, Um, Mm -hmm.
1: and affect you in a way that will be hard to release or something. I don't know. It was along those lines. And then I recently told her about a story of how I let myself, I I had her voice in my head playing while I was in the Apple store and something was, you know, something bad or not bad happened, just like a bad experience with customer service that it just Mm -hmm. made me want to cry. But Mm -hmm. I felt so embarrassed crying in the Apple store and like having people still help me. But I just kept remembering that like, oh, like let it out. You know, you have to let out your cries. And so that was my practical way of um, kind of like, yeah, you know, uh, allowing myself to express whatever I'm feeling through a physical movement. Mm -hmm. Um, And hearing you do through CrossFit is so interesting, and I think it's maybe another um, added factor is maybe in the past you didn't see that as something that you could do. Um, uh, you didn't see yourself as physically active, and um, did that play a part in being more motivated to take on this challenge? Yeah, because um, CrossFit is a challenge. It's cr- like, right. it
0: ain't yoga or like, you know, <laughs> right. like. But like, yoga's hard too Yeah, I yoga's hard that. sorry I should, I
1: should, I should. <laughs> oh, yeah, yoga's so hard like but like what made you want to do this what got you to that place to mm. um take on something that you know you maybe before. discounted yourself yeah. before
2: yeah um i think not going in the long version because this is <laughs> this
1: always a long version, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: when we have like, like, when we sit down for coffee one day, the long, long version. Um, it was, I think, school really burned me out. Um, really called into question like my ability and my calling. Like, am I supposed to like, mm. I almost quit, like, I almost mm. quit the program. I was so close to quitting the program. Um, yeah. Or just, like, get the degree and go, like, be in a, I don't, I don't even know what else job. I've done. A desk job. Something else. Go, just, whatever. Um, mm. And there were, yeah, just a lot of things, myself and others kind of like, hey, Karen, are you sure this is what you're supposed to do? And, um, like, a lot of confirmation from the Lord, but, like, also I've, I've fought <laughs> for the last, that was was that 2018 so let's just say the last like four years Mm -hmm. or so like I have fought for this Mm -hmm. um and I think like being kind of kicked onto my butt in that way um made me in a place where I was open to doing something that I knew I would be really bad at (laughs) Mm -hmm. um So like I like to be good at things. I usually only do things that I'm good at, (laughs) Um, (laughs) or like I'll really sneakily try and like blow it off. Like oh, who cares about that? Like doesn't matter because like I can't stand that I'm not like really good at it. Right, Uh, wing one on the Enneagram. anyone's (laughs) surprised? Um, And so just that adverse experience kind of open the way for something to like be ready for something new and to be ready for a challenge that I probably wouldn't have been ready for like say everything with school had gone super swimmingly and great I don't know that I would have been in that place to be ready to walk into something that was so uncomfortable and I knew was going to make me look bad and like when you're in the middle of a workout everyone looks bad you can't look good if you're like unless you're just like not full sending it like Mm -hmm. you're gonna look bad it's gonna bring out your weaknesses yeah but that's okay and i think that answers your question i guess but
1: yeah and maybe just to tag on to that um what are some things i mean you've been doing it or you know cross has been part of your life um past three years what have you um what do you think you've grown in through that process, maybe you're less afraid of certain things, um, uh, it could be something practical or, you know, less afraid to go on a run or something. Um, what is, what What do you see in, in your life that's changed by taking on that challenge?
2: Yeah. Um, I think just knowing I can do difficult things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and like there is, there's always a time cap on those things. Maybe not, not in life. Um, but just like knowing like I made it through this and I can make it through something else as well. Um, and I'm definitely like more active and more aware of my body and like, because like you need to know how it all connects and how it all works in order to be able to do it. And I've dealt with a bunch of like injuries and stuff. And so I've had to learn mm. like all of this stuff um, that I wouldn't have done before. So yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to imagine, like, how my I, because at this point, it's like three years, it would be so different. I can't even, like, <laughs> yeah, imagine yeah. what it would be. <laughs>
0: how would you say, like, maybe specifically, or, like, how, what would, how would you say that you see your body now? Like, what has mm. changed in how you view your body? Yeah,
2: um, I think just knowing, like, that I'm capable, and I don't, like, love my body every day because it's so great oh my gosh like i think that's kind of a pile of crap but (laughs) Um, in my opinion just having more of a neutral stance and appreciating my body's function appreciating its strength um that's been a change Hmm. and just like an overall greater sense of value um you probably point to some like old like dualism ideas of like in the past, I'm like, okay, like, my body is like, that's, you know, it's not that great, but my soul is really good. So I'm fine. Mm, yeah, actually, that's like, was it the Greeks or something that had that idea? I don't remember. Yeah, but it's, it's like, it's non, philosophy. not a biblical view. <laughs> right, um, right. I think it's Greek, ancient Greek mm-hmm. philosophy, um, but how that's really, like permeated. it's like, well, it doesn't really matter if you're unhealthy because your soul is fine or i don't know that's a whole that's a really yeah Scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah just viewing a more like uh embodied view of myself yeah and of god probably too yeah.
0: yeah what does that how does that like I, I guess like in terms of faith and how like god sees your body or our bodies like how has that changed as well
2: Mm. Mm. I think I don't know. I have like a firm answer on that. Um. Yeah, not today. Maybe if you'd asked me like two years ago, <laughs> answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but my body has not cooperated with me recently, so. And I'm I think... not feeling that right now, and yeah. that's that's fine. That's, that's fine. Okay. So, Yeah, Yeah. that's okay.
0: kind of moves on to our next topic um yeah this last year has been not what you had expected and I mean obviously for all of us with the pandemic and I know a lot of in terms of physical activity people's routine has changed but particularly for you you've like had some setbacks um can you share what what's going on and yeah
2: yeah um like it's Oh my gosh, it's been like almost two, so February 2020, I had bronchitis. Mm. Really interesting time to have bronchitis, like really <laughs> just a, really, not, not a great like <laughs> key time in the world to be in public coughing your lungs out. Um, <laughs> so it was like my quarantine kind of started a month early, I feel like, because I was like, I was sick for like, like I was still like going to work, which was dumb. Um But in hindsight I'm like that was so stupid Like what were you thinking um, Like I was still working But like just the recovery from that Was really rough um, And like I could not do Move at all for like Exercise at all because it's like The one thing you need to do is breathe Like mm-hmm. It just doesn't let you mm-hmm. um, So it was like And then by the time I was like good to go Everything was closed including the gym so that was like the first like challenge um and then we got back to the gym and then things were good for a while and then i started some very pesky low back pain started pt for that and that just like hasn't gotten better um which has kind of been on hold <laughs> so that was happening maybe like let's say like from a year ago until now, back pain has been going on. And then in August, I broke my toe, had to have surgery, had to wear a boot, it was this whole thing. Mm. Um, And so now I'm out of the boot, but Mm. I still can't like run, jump, lift, unless I'm sitting. Um, So it's been just really discouraging, honestly, Mm -hmm. like, um, yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I know we talked earlier before about, like, how, like, losing, losing that source of, like, um, like, the community, you know, like, that you had, you built, and having that space to even, like, address those, like, the, 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 the address, like, the stress and trauma that, you, that accumulates from your job, like, the loss of that, like, how,
1: hmm.
0: yeah, like, how, how you felt in that season, and you still are, how, how have you, have you reconciled, or what, what what's, like, that process like when, like, something that you've really been able to find life in, it's, like, kind of taken away from you?
2: Yeah, um, I've still been working out maybe three days a week, doing like again crossfit you can modify everything um also just public shout out to my coaches who have refused to give up on me come on have like modified like run a separate workout for karen in her little corner Mm. (laughs) while everyone else is doing like the the main thing um yeah really 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 big shout out to them um Mm. still there still get to connect with my community Mm. um is like the initial I had this like initial panic. They're like, Yeah, your toes broken. And I'm like, I'm gonna be so isolated if I don't go to the gym. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um so and I've it's been good. I've been able to step into some more things like with church and just kind of like pursue some other parts of my life, which I think is actually been really important. Um, because mm-hmm. there's still room for CrossFit and for other things as well. Um yeah and as far as how I'm processing it it's still ongoing it is like daily constant anxiety of like well what if it just doesn't get better like Mm. and really having to like reuse all of my coping skills (laughs) that I teach other people all the time I have to (laughs) use for myself (laughs) and like just like remind like what but the Lord has already shown of like just how he's been in this process in the injury in um, like the treatment for it. um And just be like, okay, it takes time and that's okay. Like it's still going to be months before I'm back to normal, like many months before it's like fully, fully normal. And that's okay. Hmm. Cause I can, I can be patient. I'm just worried, like, what if it doesn't get better? You know, if someone said like, okay, on this date, it's going to be better for sure. But no one can say that. So it's like, what if it just doesn't heal, you know? And then I'm like, well, if I think it won't heal, then it probably won't. And then it's like, it's, it's bad. It's a spiral. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) you just heard some of that live right there. But um, it's, yeah, it's been really hard. But I think allowing myself to be cared for by others, because like I had to, especially when I was in the boot, um, like right after surgery and stuff, like I had to have other people help me with things. I had to order grocery delivery and like all these things I would never do otherwise. <laughs> um, and like I had to take time off work. And by golly, all of my clients were OK. Like mm. they they survived. They were fine. Um yeah. And so yeah, like my capacity is finite and mm. I've had to learn how to be more okay with that just because of what happened. So,
1: yeah. And 3 days a week, that's awesome. Like that's that's usually people's like
0: usual workout. <laughs> oh no, I
2: goal. Know.
1: goal. <laughs> like goal.
2: <laughs> Could I, I have yeah. you know? three days? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's good perspective I, yeah that's true <laughs> yeah
1: seriously it's great yeah
2: <laughs> even yeah. I
1: think just the fact that you're doing mean, you're regardless, moving regardless how intense it is or whatever like that's a discipline it's definitely yeah that's so um, good yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome
0: that's really interesting because yeah like kind of the perspective because we, earlier we talked about like relationship to our body and how it changes you know like our views and it's interesting as I'm reflecting on what you've been sharing it's like when you first got into CrossFit kind of the things that you've found was like the capability like I'm able to do this like Mm. I didn't know I could lift this much pounds I didn't know I could do you know a clean I don't know you know all these Uh
2: sorry keep going i didn't know
0: what a clean was dude. yeah i didn't know what a clean was exactly how to
2: do it what exactly
0: <laughs> like so from like wow my body's able and like capable and then having these injuries and setbacks is like oh my body is also finite like there's some limits mm. or I'm, i am hit a limit or not to say that it's like a, a forever limit but you're right so that's kind of interesting swing of the pendulum mm. that can change
1: I mean, this is like kind of bringing us back but I'm curious like um how do you describe CrossFit to someone who has zero experience oh with that's a great out? question
2: like, <laughs> I, I, I'm the spot yes
1: like I'm I, I'm familiar with a lot of like physical activity and I, I love working out I love lifting doing things but I don't think I could really explain I don't Oh, really you don't know. know oh you know okay. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, yeah.
2: I'm uh, remembering that Lorshing came with me one day back it's in fine. the days of the pre-covid I'm days i'm still
0: thinking Earth. about joining someday Ooh. someday
2: you oh my see now i'm gonna get everyone now you're gonna get me Ghost, get, we're gonna harass you now because you said
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> i know eric's gonna listen to this and he's gonna me. <laughs> we'll
2: get praise on it yeah, everybody yeah. yeah what is uh, crossfit what is crossfit it is i'm thinking the official oh my gosh i'm trying to remember the official definition that's so embarrassing <laughs> Uh, was she's it... like
1: so in it that she's trying to be all she like can't even to the define book. it yeah.
2: <laughs> no. Con- was it constantly very functional fitness at a high intensity I think is like that kind sounds of like right Logan so it's like we do like cardio and then like barbell lifting um and some like air quotes gymnastic type moves so like pull-ups and like bring muscle ups only fancy people that aren't me do that but um (laughs) and then what else like functional is another key word so it's like wanting to do movements that are going to help you do movements in like your everyday life um so things like we all stand up and sit down and we lift things and we move things and we push and we pull and so Mm. we're recreating those movements um and it's so fun it's fun
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) how does it differ though like to anything else it almost to me sounds like a like a trendy thing you know like oh let's do crossfit let's do pilates let's do you know like
2: Mm. why
1: would someone choose crossfit particularly compared to any other thing that you could do for a workout
2: yeah i mean other people do choose other things so i think there's all like preference um I'm thinking, trying to think, like, I feel like kind of a common denominator among people because, like, at my gym, you have people who are, like, young, old, um, like, every kind of facet of life, everything in between people I would probably never have met any other way or, like, my friends, you know, which is really mm. cool. Um, so, the community, I think, is a big part of what keeps people drawn in. Mm-hmm. Um And there's just kind of a willingness to challenge yourself. Mm. Um, And so I think for some people, like when they first start, like even if they're really fit already or they were playing a sport or whatever, they're like, oh, this is a challenge. I have to challenge myself and I want to push myself as hard as I can. Like Mm -hmm. that is, I would say, somewhat of a common denominator. Um, Like you're willing to challenge yourself. You're willing to push yourself Mm. and like um but there's really there's so many like different kinds of people out there who do the same thing and I think it's like it's not you want to do the like workout that is really fun for you Hmm. it doesn't matter what it is it just has to be something that you'll do (laughs) and you enjoy doing maybe that's like salsa dancing I don't know like (laughs) that doesn't sound fun to me (laughs) I want to pick up a barbell but like just just move (laughs) just go do something you know just move (laughs) move. yeah whatever sounds fun yeah Yeah, I ask even my clients I ask them all the time what sounds fun Mm. because we need you to move like exactly and
1: whatever sounds fun I like that
2: whatever sounds fun yeah Mm. like
0: for Karen, who was watching the- a Netflix yeah. documentary, and she thought that was fun. Started
1: by watching Netflix. Yeah, I totally get it. Like after you watch some like series, you're just you just know so much, and you're just like, wow, I'm so excited. Like yeah. like Indian matchmaking. I was like, I literally watched that series, and I was like, I want to be an Indian matchmaker. <laughs> I have no joke. Like, I was like, I love but this. Like, oh, I
2: want to
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, we're going so tangent. We're going so it's tense. okay, Sorry, we'll but, it. but but we're talking about Netflix things. Karen's also tough yeah. one because oh, it's Netflix. The one.
2: Yes, yes. yes. Yay.
1: <laughs> Wait, well, I what haven't the
2: like team. followed it oh. recent. I don't like follow it closely. I just really enjoyed the documentary, and then YouTube like keeps giving me suggested, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like sit down and like. Watch events or anything
1: or like that. that. Yeah,
2: yeah, like the highlight hmm. is fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> did you have a favorite driver or a team? Um, it's okay if not. I
2: really like... liked uh Pierre Gasly. Oh, he, he overcame. He overcame a lot of things.
0: Yes, yes, he he yeah. yeah, he's a great one. Yeah, he's very consistent now. He's doing so good. Yeah, he very well. he's, he's
2: well. doing good. He's doing good. I hope they make another season of that show. Oh yeah, to
0: me too. Happy. Oh, this year will be crazy. Yeah. This, this current yeah. year season is gonna be crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. <laughs> well, <That's> well so <laughs> funny. Netflix. You could just like talk about Netflix's content or document documentaries time, right? like endlessly. <laughs> um, man. I, well, I thanks so. for. Well, first of all, thanks for coming on, Karen. Mm. Um, I think like this stuff about like just sharing vulnerab- vulnerably about like your process with your body I think all of us have some form of like stories and mm-hmm. how we our own um perception of our bodies and I know that me and Gigi also kind of resonate with that too and mm-hmm. um I think sometimes it's not easy uh, to share about that because it's something that can be embarrassing or um um like you mentioned before it can be filled with sh- like shame or maybe vanity too Then <laughs> other 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 spectrum um but yeah i think there's like a lot of um things i think we can all relate to to the things that you shared but also like how both the body is like this capable there's like a function to it but there's also those setbacks too and that's the reality of it Mm -hmm. i will say as as a physical therapist you know like i like we the the beautiful miracle of our body to heal and repair just like without it telling I always tell these patients but it's like we don't have to tell our body to heal it just happens like we don't need to force it it just happens and that is a miracle it's in itself it's you know yeah. like um just knowing the processes behind it so it's 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 a, it's a good thing it's the way that praise god that's the way that lord's made us mm-hmm. so just yeah. to encourage you yeah and, now and i need
2: that reminder often right now so
0: yeah. i appreciate that <laughs> yeah um all right before we end we have our fun like post-interview trivia about like basically it's like life hacks essentially like what do you recommend and what do you not recommend uh so it can be really anything casual really serious um yeah. i might not say anagram because literally like the last two guests like have said something about the anagram so i think like we gotta you know talk yeah don't recommend yeah. the anagram <laughs> or like
2: i i wasn't going to so okay great great
1: <laughs> she's like i'm not um, that basic so i
2: i i tried to be prepared i will recommend so this is like a weird like as seen on tv household item that recently in my new apartment has been really useful it's called a tub shroom and it's this little like rubber stopper you put in your drain and it catches all the hair and it's amazing
0: oh my gosh is it really effective
2: it's effective. It's oh so my gosh. effective. Wait, that's it's actually really, really helpful.
0: I really want that. Yeah. I'm going to buy that. Go
2: on Amazon and buy a tub shroom. It's just this like, little silicone piece that sits in your drain and Did catches your little
1: hair. What's your face? I'm like, but like, what's so special about this one that makes it effective? I mean,. <laughs> I, you, have I don't <laughs> <laughs> you have to it watch the tv
2: commercial you have it just works like i'll pull out like a handful of hair after like two or three showers and That's like great. having lived with like with like lots of women roommates with long hair it's like a constant <laughs> no
0: struggle. it totally is a struggle
2: and you have to like call people every few months and be like can you come snake our drain again oh, and like yeah.
0: i've definitely snaked our drain before yeah
2: <laughs> yeah and i don't i don't want to do that so instead you get the tub shroom and it okay. cuts you all the hair all yeah, right yeah, that's now my I'm recommendation
1: thinking, i'm thinking it for my 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 uh tub <laughs> dude so <laughs> i realize but it's yeah. basically
0: your hair like not our parents hair
1: oh girl i have bad hair loss
2: she has a lot of hair though
0: yeah, we both like have
2: you a have a hair. lot of thick hair i can tell just on just can tell. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great it looks great you uh, both have great hair oh karen yeah. oh wow I'm
0: not even, you, you, here. even through like <laughs> zoom quality pixels
1: <laughs> uh, yeah your bad internet um <laughs> Uh yeah so okay awesome recommendation I'm gonna yes that's a great it. one Tub Shroom Tub Shroom
2: Tub oh, Shroom what is check your it out
1: anti recommend like don't do this anti recommend don't, don't say this
2: is for people who do not use their blinker I do not recommend that
1: <laughs>
0: oh my gosh that's so me. it's
2: really to... annoying. <laughs> that's so me
1: yeah i'm such a
0: socal driver now i just oh, kind of drive no, a little no, recklessly no. I,
1: I did not raise <laughs> you like just <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: i couldn't like think of any like bad products that i've like had re- i don't know this was hard i could think of like a hundred things you K- speak
0: to why someone should not drive And not use their blinker. (laughs) That's really bad.
2: Because why should I slam on my brakes because (laughs) you're too lazy to click a little switch?
1: Yes. Yes. Why? That's right. If
2: I could put like a second button in addition to the horn. It would just be a button... That just like loudly says out the car. Turn you on your blinkers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: can you um,
2: just like really specifically? Can we have a
1: yeah, sample? It's a different sound. Can we have an
0: audio sample for like p- potential? Like, what, like so, if I press the oh, button. What okay. okay what would I say? So, like, I press the button.
2: I feel like it needs like an authoritative sounding voice, though. Try, right. try Karen.
0: Like, what would you okay. like?
2: Beep. Well, so I'm also. Just like secretly or unsecretly Super snarky so what I would want it to say Is just be like it's called a blinker It's like <laughs> So they know What they did
1: If <laughs> we need a sample of that it's called a blinker wait, wait, Say that yeah. again Say that again no. <laughs> like, What
0: is going it's on It's
1: called a blinker <laughs> no,
2: yeah, That's better we... your voice carries better I yeah, like They do it like
1: nasally no, It's hers, called a hers bl- was better because it was very like authoritative very it was. like flat in a way like i'm so bored and why am i even saying this like why why do i need to spend effort reminding you uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah. It's, anyways it's... <laughs> that's a good one i like that it's unique too yeah yeah that's unique that's good
2: <laughs> i couldn't think of anything else that i would not recommend but it was That's perfect. It's very practical,
1: and it's speaking to me. Yeah, it, it's actually was meant <laughs> for, for for me. <laughs> <laughs> a word for word
2: for me. I sea. really need your car with you. Like you're not like a crazy driver. I'm at not. All
1: right know, I'm right. not. I'm
2: a I'm good yeah. driver. Yeah, you are. You are. You want to drive to drive to Disney here. if you want. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. More and more. Uh all right.
0: Well, um Karen, thanks for thanks for being on our show. Um thanks I'm excited for, me. for people to listen and uh to be encouraged. Um to believe in, in our bodies. Believe in our bodies. Yeah. yeah. And just move What's
2: that tagline. Look at you.
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> believe. Like
1: yeah. Mm. Ah, so good. Yeah and keep going in your crossfit journey excited for you to also yeah just see how where that takes you um
2: yeah um, it's gonna be gotta come back to me apparently
1: yes
2: (laughs) who knows when (laughs) yeah
0: and i'm more interested in crossfit i think you you would love it juju really i
2: don't know i I
0: think she would love it
2: bring her to bring her friend day yeah yeah bringing you both you're both i know
0: honestly i need to build my body back up to that state anyways (laughs)
2: <laughs> you just <laughs> all right, all right. you just come you just start now just,
0: yeah I love just you. come just that's do good. it that's good all right thanks karen
2: yep see you guys
0: and now it's time for eating sliced fruits with Lorshing and gigi part of the show where lorishing and gigi eat sliced fruits
1: today we have orange sliced oranges that lurching thought they were going to be super old because they are like i <laughs> don't say I mean, it <laughs> i just want to eat it so okay actually we should tell her well they probably
0: no did we talk, mm-hmm. tell them in our podcast already i love cold oranges cold oranges are the best Wait, oh, this is going to be so juicy. So we were recording this actually, like, in person. Mm-hmm. For the first time. First time since our first episode.
1: And it's so true, like, someone who slices fruit for you, I feel loved. Do you feel loved right now? Oh, yeah. I, I, was, I was sort of like, man, I can't believe she's going to do this. <laughs> I <totally> volunteered
0: <laughs> to, like, actually slice Yeah, wow.
1: I know, like, you rarely do that. I <laughs> So today, today I ate nothing until dinner time, because she normally doesn't have food at home. She's so minimal. That was too lazy to figure out, like, her food situation, because she usually says, like, oh, I have food, but it's like frozen shrimp or like there's like two eggs i'm like (laughs) it's so sad
0: yeah my family thinks i eat really badly but i don't (laughs) just i don't i don't eat badly i don't know i think because like asian sometimes asian households like have you open their fridge and they have like so much food you know what i mean like they just always have food
1: yeah it's a sign of like i don't know i'm <laughs> gonna make things up it's a sign of wealth
0: <laughs> yes I know. so the fact that they open my fridge and it's like pretty basic they're like are you poor <laughs> you need a bite like
1: yeah i know they really yeah okay we need okay. another plate like
0: slobbering
1: just, just use a, this okay
0: oh okay whatever um okay what are we talking about today oh wait we need to rate this we're oh yeah, about oranges. Well, this Gosh, is a good orange. This, I
1: know. I was
0: surprised. Um, wow, this is really it's cold. And you know what? It's because you know the you know it's good. One what one if the rind is very small, that means it's like thin. S- that's what that's when it's taking all the sugar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then also when you. If you're ever looking to, like, know when um, oranges are, like, really ripe, you know that little butt end, right? The hole? The if hole. it's, like, pretty big. If there's a big hole.
1: It's a big hole. Then you know it's, <laughs> yeah, you know it's ripe. So, we were thinking about what to talk about, and I think, other than, so, we've been talking a lot about movies, different, like, we always talk movies, about movies that come out, um, yeah. but let's talk about this one movie that um you found i heard about whatever it's called found on netflix mm-hmm. and it's a documentary and actually just came out maybe a few months ago two months ago maybe yeah
0: so, so yeah i um i heard i think i just it was like floating around the internet you know like documentary on netflix something about asian american story so it's like so i was curious because it, it had good reviews um, but it is about, so it's a documentary following these three um, Chinese adoptees, transracial adoptees who are ch- from China, but they were grew up in America when adopted. And essentially, I don't want to spoil it too much, but essentially follows their journey about, like, at least a s- little snapshot about their journey of, like, rec- like, understanding what it means to be adopted and the journey of what it means to maybe uh, understand their culture and seeking their... Birth Parents. Which in I, China. In China. Yeah. Which honestly, like it's not like I, it's not like these stories haven't been told. Mm. But there was something about this particularly story, this documentary, that felt very man, very innocent and very mm-hmm. I think because a lot of those stories about transracial adoptees, I've heard if people usually they're like Late 20s or 30s, like older. Mm. This documentary is actually following 17 year olds or 16 year olds. Yeah. So it was the very start of their journey. Journey of
1: knowing, asking identity These questions. questions. yeah.
0: And like, we, we've talked about this, me and Gigi, but like, I literally, like, I, not, sorry, I, say, I shouldn't say literally, because it's not true, but like, really, I like was crying every 10 minutes mm. of this movie. Oh, yeah totally um, and I think because of the question about identity even though like we're not you know we're not adoptees but I think this what their journey of like of identity like what is, what does it mean to be adopted what does it mean to be had to you know, be quote unquote abandoned by their parents and be Chinese but ethnically but culturally maybe white you know what does that mean I think really resonates for even as just a Chinese-American. Like, what does it mean to be Chinese? Not to be Chinese, or to be Chinese ethnically, but American, you know, a Chinese-American. Yeah, that was my experience.
2: Mm.
1: And I like that you mentioned how, particularly about this documentary, it's a coming-of-age story Mm -hmm. as well, apart from the social issues and political and um, changes, you know, um it's very human and very like uh, much of a coming of age story for th- these three teenagers living in different parts of the US who are happen to uh, be on the same journey together mm-hmm. um, understanding their story yeah for me I think I saw of it a lot of um, our experience growing up in China and especially being around a lot of orphans Mm -hmm. um, or visiting a lot of orphanages. um, And I was like crying so much too. And it was one of those cries. (laughs) So much crying. Yeah. It's one of those cries that you're just like, what is going on? Like every time I just, my heart just wants to like, wants to just weep. And I've I've only had one other experience (laughs) Like like that, I can't even. I don't even know the title of the film, but it was like one of those Chinese films. Yeah. That I do that, and I'm like, and I think a lot about um, why, because like it's 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 almost as if like my child self is crying. You know, it's uncontrollable, Mm. and I think I see a lot of just memories, friends, and even myself, and like how. My identity was shaped as a woman, as a Chinese woman, sure. as an American Chinese woman, a girl, um, living in these contexts where mm. girls were not valued. Yeah, that's very interesting because I think
0: what you're... you're I think you're right. I think watching that film and like remembering, like, wow, we were, we've been there. We've been somewhere like that. And we have interacted with like how girls are treated in china or mm. just like the feelings or like that experience of <clears throat> being abandoned um but we like i don't think we ever had to think about that actually <laughs> or like mm. right at, as children like right. encountering it but then actually now as adults i'm like wow i've actually never had to really or just like realizing wow we, we encountered th- that kind of yeah um society mm-hmm. but we never had to like process that or have the space to until maybe watching this film
1: yeah and i think we're we are older than those girls of mm-hmm. course but not that much older and i would also say it's sort of us looking and empathizing with the innocence meeting the complexity yes. of political socio social socio-political factors because a big part of those girls who are far removed from Understanding mm. from from China and China politics, they're the only thing they can kind of understand is poverty. It might be the reason why I was abandoned, and and also the one child policy. You know, and and like so, they're trying to grapple with all those factors mm. that shape society, um, with such innocence as well as like, mm. I just want to be normal. I just, I don't, I don't want to have to deal with all this like racism yeah. or, yeah. or. Like, why can't it be like other? You know, like, one of the girls was saying, like, her white friend was telling her, "How come you're not? How come you're not Asian like the other Asians? Yeah. You know, like, why don't you know Chinese?" It's like, uh, I didn't grow up in a Chinese family. Like, you know, it's yeah, it's that innocence meeting a lot of these factors that we're trying to grapple with.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a great film, um, and you can if you're interested after listening to us talk about it for yeah. like the last 10 minutes uh, it's found on Netflix it's
1: called Simply Just Found found oh so good so good uh, and I actually you... tell my sorry I'm gonna interject but sure. <laughs> I tell my friends like hey you should watch it and and what I'm I, I don't know if I actually said this but I'm like hey you should watch it if you want to know more about me <laughs> like but, if you want to know uh, a little bit sure. more about like uh, something that I really care about yeah, yeah exactly
0: and not to say like we would understand like f- like what it means no, to be adopted no. at all, but I think there's an aspect of that cultural, cultural. identity mm-hmm. piece that they're going through, mm-hmm. as well as actually like for us, like we've we've been in those orphanages and when we were living in China, interacting with those people, mm. like it's very felt very like hit home, yeah. or hit hit to our story. Um, so yeah, so it's called Found on Netflix. Um, if you really love it, highly recommend listening to a. Uh, a, a director and producer interview that that the filmmakers had. Um, it's on YouTube somewhere. Anyhow, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, also produced, directed by mm-hmm. um, women directed, um, mm-hmm. female directed, as well as uh, produced by a Asian American woman mm-hmm. uh, who exactly also produced um, the farewell. So really uh, cool. yes, really good stuff. Um, i think that's that's it for today's slice segment we eat oranges very, good, or orange? Do we, very our, good orange do we need to rank the orange like orange oh, in yeah, our list we didn't rank.
1: um what's what's your orange list
0: i don't have a list i literally <laughs> just make it up in my head but Gigi actually has a list she's like right now going through her I, like icloud notes oh my gosh yeah she has emojis on her <laughs> oh my gosh What's your... What's your... Uh, on my, on my made-up list? Yeah. Honestly, orange is probably, like, five. Woo. Because, like, there's something great about a good orange. Like, a good orange is, like, wow. There's nothing that can taste like it. Okay. Well... Like the sun-kissed orange from Costco. Uh,
2: it.
1: It's okay. Yeah, okay. I see. Uh, it's 17 for me. Wow. Yeah. I actually, in my head, I was like, it's probably, like, 13, 14. And I got it almost correct. I'm on my list. It's 17. Wow. <laughs> Anyways...
0: This is a great example of our difference in personality. I just kind of wing it. I'm like, yeah, you know, four, five, seven, (laughs) all right. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode and feel more empowered to see life in a more embodied perspective. We want to thank Karen again for being an amazing guest and sharing her story. As always, if you want to be updated on future episodes, follow us on Instagram and Spotify by searching The Sliced Fruit. Catch y'all again next month.